Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Pete Callender here, and uh, thanks so much for uh, listening to the program. I appreciate it. Remember, you can get the podcast uh, right to your smartphone or tablet. Uh, just go to any of your favorite podcasting platforms and search my name, and you'll find it. Or go to WBT.com or com. It's free right to your smartphone or tablet. Um, all right, so I just saw this come across on the Twitter machine. And I don't know who this person is. Michelle. Register, exclamation point. Democrat, exclamation point. Fascism fighter, exclamation point. Women's rights are human rights, exclamation point. Well, you get the idea. There's exclamation points after every single one of these words. Vegan. Atheist. BLM. LGBTQ ally. Vote blue in 22. I stand with Ukraine. She got 19,000 followers on Twitter. Don't know who she is. She apparently lives in North Carolina, though. I did not, I've never heard of her. Didn't know where she lived. Don't know her last name. Her Twitter handle's like Michelle. Oh my gosh. Is that her phone number? Three, three, six, five. Well, three, three, six would be. No, there's too many numbers. Maybe it's her social. Three, it's Michelle three three six five zero six seventy four. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what all the, the numbers are. Maybe she's a bot. I don't know. But she says, "I'm putting my house in North Carolina on the market." Exclamation point. I think. Yeah. I don't know if she knows how to utter a sentence or type a sentence without the exclamation points. So just. Assume that every single one of these has the exclamation point, which, by the way, exclamation points are very much like cuss words. Um, The more you use them, the less power they have to make your point. So I just, you know, trust me on this. If you if you never curse and then at some point you let one fly, people take notice. It becomes way Bigger of a deal. Okay. So she says, I'm putting my house in North Carolina on the market. I'm moving out of the bleeping Bible Belt and going to Peoria, Illinois. Okay. She says, I'll be near my daughter and her family and living in a blue city in a blue state. This can't happen soon enough. Goodbye, psycho neighbor. Goodbye, Baptists. All right. And so what I said (laughs) was, because you know me, like I'm, I'm a giver. I'm supportive of people. Right. And when they are embarking on new challenges and new chapters in their lives, I try to encourage this. And I said, this is awesome news. Good for you. Please encourage more of your fellow leftists to join you as well. Safe travels. Best of luck. This is great news. We need to spread this message far and wide. This is how, this is how we win. Send everybody to, well, don't send them. Like, 
encourage them all to follow your friend Melissa. I mean, look at this. She has 19,400 followers. Let's assume half are in North Carolina. And, and, and all right, so out of 19, so-called 20,000, maybe we can get like 10,000. And then maybe, okay, if like a quarter of them, if a quarter of them were to follow her, or even just 10% of them, eh, that, that's like a 1,000 we could get whoosh, out, move along, go to Peoria. Which also, why Peoria? What's up with Peoria? Why not? Why not Chicago, Illinois? I think Peoria is pretty close to Chicago. Why not go to Chicago? Is there something wrong with Chicago? Is that not where your family lives? Do you want to be? I don't know where her family lives. No, they could. Maybe they live in Chicago and she doesn't want to live in Chicago. Or maybe they live in Peoria and that's why she wants to be there. Or maybe there's some other reason why she would not want to go to Chicago, Illinois. It's a brain buster. Um, <laughs> so, yes, I'm seeing Dean on Twitter says, Seriously, uh, can't they all just move to Chicago? It's like their paradise. <laughs> That's right. The rural roads between her current home and her future home will be lined with Trump yard signs. <laughs> uh, oh, no, the housing market surely will collapse now. Uh, good riddance. Uh, can she take a few more like-minded people with her? Yes, Gray says uh, he's applauding. As you probably surmised, this Michelle is a nut job. She professes Joe Biden is the best president in history. Look, I'm not here to pile on Michelle. I am here to encourage her now that she she says she's putting her house on the market. I am here to encourage that move. Please go. You will be happier. I tell people this that, you know, I, look. Over the course of the last decade doing this show, I have encountered people uh, that have taken offense or have gotten outraged over things I've said. I know it's a, I don't understand it, but every now and again, people get upset with me. They get mad at me. They yell at me. They don't like uh, something I have said. They don't like my position on something. Sometimes they just don't like me. And look, sometimes there are people in this life I have learned that they're not happy unless they're miserable. Okay. So um, I encourage people that get angry, that, that, that have uncontrollable fits of rage based on anything that I have said. Um, I encourage them not to listen. And I know that might not be the best business decision. Maybe the bosses cringe when they hear me say that sort of thing. But I do not want to be responsible for somebody's deteriorating mental health. And if you hate listening to anything, really, like if you watch something just to be mad, if you listen to a, a talk show just to get angry, um, then like that's not healthy. So I would not want you... Uh, to listen to my show and get angry about everything I say. I mean, it's okay if I if I say something like that's completely out of the blue that you know that 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 blindsides you and that makes you a little bit angry. Like mayo is the superior condiment to all other condiments. Just right out of the blue, you weren't even expecting it. Now you've heard it. It's like, oh, mm, I got angry at that. Like that's different. If you're listening every single day and you don't like me, you don't like my show, you don't like what we talk about, then you shouldn't listen. There's a very simple thing to do. To preserve your mental health. You just don't listen. There are a couple different ways you could do it. Right? You could 
press a button and it changes the station, or you could press a different button and it, it turns the radio completely off, uh, or you could press another button and it gives you a different um, uh, a different input source, right? So you could listen uh, to a CD or something or an eight track, whatever. Like I'm not judging, whatever. So this is somebody saying that Illinois is Illinois is far from a is far from a blue state. <laughs> uh, Naperville is nowhere near Peoria. Have fun with uh, with the governor Pritzer Pitzer. What's his name? Uh, going to Peoria where she can feel smug about being in a blue state while not actually living with the ramifications of blue policies in Chicago. Enjoy that new no bail pretrial release program. Yeah. Uh, she sounds a little bitter. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she does. kind um, Thank you, Michael. Right. I see Michael understands what we do here. Michael on the Twitter machine says, Pete, it is so very nice of you to support that lady and her decision to seek bluer pastures. You are definitely a giver. Thank you, Michael. Michael understands the work that we do here. The work. Um, Russ says, dear Michelle, oh, dearest Michelle, angry at everything is not a personality. (laughs) That's true. Like I said, some people are not happy unless they are angry and unless they're miserable. And she seems like one of them. Uh, So we wish her the best. I hope. See, here's my fear. Here's my fear on this. I'm afraid that I jumped the gun on this. I was, I may, I may have been premature. See, because if you read the tweet again, she says, I'm putting my house in North Carolina on the market. I'm moving out. So this is all forward looking, right? This is all future tense. She's putting her house in North Carolina on the market. Now, maybe she's meaning present tense and she's putting it on the house like right now. She's literally doing it right now and she just stopped to tweet and then she's like signing the papers to put it up on the market. I don't know. But my fear is that is that the the celebration may be short-lived because she may, considering her mindset and how she's approaching things in this tweet and the responses, she may get her dander up a little bit here and she may be like, oh, no, you're not getting rid of me that easy. I'm going to stick around now. I'm going to keep fighting now. Maybe she does that. Maybe I should delete the tweet. Believe it or not, I did no show prep on this topic at all. All right, so this woman who's... uh, uh, announced that she is uh, leaving. This is like the people who announced that they're leaving Facebook. Who's our winner? Do you have a name yet? Rebecca. Rebecca. Congratulations. Rebecca won the gift certificate. So please, no more calls. Um, this woman, Michelle, <laughs> from North Carolina, who, who decided to put it up on Twitter, that she is putting her house up for sale in North Carolina. And she's moving out of the bleeping Bible Belt. Uh, props, though, for her capitalizing Bible Belt. I think that's the, I think that is the official way you do that, right? The proper noun. And she's moving to Peoria, Illinois. I'll be near my daughter and her family, and living in a blue city in a blue state. This can't happen soon enough. Goodbye, psycho neighbor. Goodbye, Baptists. So now I'm intrigued as to who the neighbor is. Because if she's calling somebody a psycho, 
I have got to see. Let's see. She. Oh, yes. Oh, good. Oh, no, it's working. Guys, it's working. It's working. She's encouraging other people to move away. There won't be raging, screaming, bat poop, crazy liberals, no lefties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is good. Yes, this is good. This is working. Okay, so we got so her lefty fans are like, yes, yes, move to Peoria. This is awesome. More of us than you, and we're gonna take over everything. You know, you got the guns, we got the numbers. Until I guess the the guns start getting used, but whatever. Like, uh, they're they're all about it, and so they're they're stoking more movement. This is good. This is good. Self sorting. Bye, 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 bye. Go. All right. I was worried that it might it might backlash or backfire. Rather, I was worried that like encouraging her in the way that I did, which, you know, I think it may be interpreted kind of a little bit, maybe a little sarcasm there, maybe a little bit of the, you know, don't let the door hit you kind of snarky level going on there. Maybe just just a wee bit. Um so I was afraid after I sent it, like, okay, maybe I, maybe I inspire her to get defiant, and the backlash that ensues is going to be like motivation for her to stay and fight. No, I'm not going anywhere. On second thought, I'm going to be miserable here for the rest of my life. Maybe she goes that route. I don't know. Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. Who wants to tell her? And then there's a map of Illinois, and the whole thing is red except for Chicago. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> no, don't tell her, Thirsty. That's who. That's who posted this. Don't tell her, Thirsty. Yonkaholic says, "For real, LOL." Bye. Um, Charlie Foxtrot says, uh, "A little late, isn't it? Should have passed this three years ago." Oh, sorry. That's about the. Uh, yeah, that's about the civics classes. Uh, sick of this bleep it, uh, says, hey, one less voter here. Awesome. Um, HRG in SC says, funny to hear a leftist embracing uh, capitalist markets to sell their home. Oh, that's a great point, too. Yeah, I mean, no, this is uh, it's fantastic. This is all it's all great news. She's heading out and only the best of luck to her. Oh, here we go. Oh, where's she? Oh, we got another one leaving. So very jealous. Hope to go home soon to Maryland. Yes. Oh, all right. Awesome. Where's she from? She's got resist oh, pronouns. Yeah. Uh, check. Ukraine flag. Blue dot in a red state. Bye. Yes. Go back to Maryland. You will enjoy it so much. I highly recommend this for people. Uh, like, if you are so mad at like school voucher programs in North Carolina being proposed. If you are so mad, right, at these types of policies that the Republicans in charge are doing, then you should go to a state that is circling the drain with the blue policies you want. Please. So, do you see the Mr. Wonderful, the guy from Shark Tank? He went on CNN and he said, New York, California, and Massachusetts are uninvestable right now because of the regulatory state and the taxes. They they don't open he doesn't open any businesses in those three states. They're dying. L- like they are. 
We we took we took New York's congressional seat from them. In your face, Yankee. All right, I can say that. I'm from New York. I can say that. All right, are you prepared for a disaster? Do you need some advice? Are you looking for a military surplus that's real? Well, for more than three decades, the answer has been Old Grouch's Military Surplus in downtown Clyde. It is an old-school, traditional store. It's got a mix of modern and vintage items. See my friend Tim? He'll hook you up. He gets new stuff in all the time, American-made, because it's real military surplus. Camo, shirts, hats, customized dog tags, gear... Old Grouches on Main Street, downtown Clyde, across the street from the anti-aircraft gun. The shop is open Monday through Saturday and all the time at oldgrouch.com. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Pete Callender here, and uh, I'm going to move on here. I did see this last tweet, though, and I thought I would read it because it is pretty hilarious, which is from Becky with the... Becky with the good Asana? I don't know what that means. Anyway, just a basic Becky. She says, does Michelle know that this ain't the airport? She doesn't have to announce her departure. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, it reminds me of the people that go onto the Facebook and say, I'm leaving Facebook. Like, you don't need to tell us that. Just go. Bye. Right? Just if you don't leave, then how will we miss you? Scram. All right. Um. Following in the footsteps of states like Maryland and Pennsylvania, North Carolina is now making it easier to get a government job without a college degree. Oh, and I did get a comment. Uh, did not want to. They could not hold on, or did not want to go on air. I think uh, Ronnie, who said that um, on the teacher pay issue, Pete, you need to point out that they only work nine months a year, or ten months a year. It's actually, I think it's like ten months a year. Yes, that is. That's one of the benefits. Every job. Look, every job has benefits. Right, pros and cons to every job, and you know there's a pro and a con to working on a salary versus hourly. Right, there are pros and cons. You just gotta, you just gotta weigh the difference and which one you prefer. Um, and because I know, I know teachers. I am related to several teachers, and uh, to a to every single one of them enjoys their summers off. <laughs> they look forward to the summers. They celebrate the summers. Uh, they say usually something along the lines of, well, you know, I got to go back to school, looking forward to going back and meeting the kids. And like, there's part of them that's looking forward to it, but a part of them is kind of sad about it too, because they had a whole summer off. It is a benefit. Yes. Okay. Um, governor Roy Cooper signed a, uh, or issued an executive order on Monday aimed at reducing the sky high number of state gov code job vacancies. The order clarifies that relevant work experience can be substituted for education for most state jobs, meaning that many positions will not necessarily require a college degree. This is about time. It is. This is about time. College, I did not need to go to college to do what I do, especially what I do now. Part of the problem was that, like, when I got, I mean, I went to college because that's what I was supposed to do. Everyone said, you know, you got to go to college. My parents did not go to college, and so they wanted all of their kids to go to college. So they they would have more opportunities than my parents had, right? That's that was the argument. In high school, I took a um I took a a test of some kind or whatever the uh, I forget what it's called. 
but they ask you, you know, what do you like to do? And they give you some, you know, multiple choice answers and you pick the thing you like or don't like, whatever. And then they tell you basically, I think, or the test says, the experts say, you should do this for the rest of your life. Like you should pursue this line of work. I forget what the test is called. And so I took the test and I said in the test that what I wanted to do after I graduated high school because I was so tired and done with school, what I wanted to do was to uh, move to the mountains, live in a little log cabin of some kind, and and write books. That's what I wanted to do. And the test results come back, and they were like, yeah, okay, Unabomber. That's the... No, it's they said... <laughs> I did... Like, it was shortly after, and I was like, whoa... Uh, that guy Kaczynski kind of ruined because uh, at first I used to, well, I was younger and I would tell people that's what I wanted to do. Everybody was like, oh, that's so cool. And then the whole Unabomber thing came out and then people started looking at me weird. So I was like, I can't do that anymore. But um, no, I, I all the results came back saying need more school, need more education, got to go to because all of the other things that I said I like to do or wanted to do all required a degree. And so and then I got an offer from Winthrop uh, University in Rock Hill. And they said, we'll waive your out-of-state rates. And I said, oh, and it's 800 miles away? Yes, please, I'll do that. And so, uh, and so I came to Winthrop. And it's kind of funny. I mean, I, I, I was a mass comm major, journalism uh, broadcast, mass comm broadcast, minor in political science and philosophy. And I'd always written for the school papers and then became editor of the school paper. And I was a columnist and a cartoonist and all this for the papers. And so this is what I was always interested in, current events and that sort of stuff. And I just made it a career. But I knew nobody was going to listen to a, a talk show host at age 20, unless you're Ben Shapiro, apparently. Whatever. But uh, <laughs> but I, so I, I became a reporter. But the end goal was always to do this because I enjoyed the conversations and the, the exploration of the topics and drilling down on stuff and what they mean, the importance, the philosophy, all of this, which is amazing because for somebody like me who did not enjoy going to school, I kind of feel like I'm in school all the time now. <laughs> I feel like it's just a constant, a constant lecture class or I'm constantly doing homework, constantly prepping stuff, writing stuff and, you know, and then delivering in front of the class. But, uh, Oh, that's nice of you, proud American, to offer Michelle from North Carolina free moving boxes to make her move quick. Oh, that's a great. We, yeah, we had so many moving boxes. I think we're finally out of them now. Man, oh, I could have sent her a whole bunch of moving boxes. In, in that thread, she reveals that she is originally from Massachusetts. Imagine my shock. What's that? Thank you, Eddie. Yeah, Massachusetts. So she moves from Massachusetts down to North Carolina, and now... Oh, lo and behold, uh, yeah, she's angry, hates the politics here, and now wants to move away. There's a reason people are from Massachusetts are called a certain name. You know that, right? There's a reason for that. Yes. I'm not going to say it. It, it's, it. But it starts with mass. I'll just say that, okay? It starts with mass because Massachusetts, that's what it starts with. I'm not going to, no, I'm not going to finish it. All right. So uh, at the same time, uh, as uh, the governor signs this executive order, that means a lot of positions will not require a college degree. Um, 
A related bill is making its way through the state legislature with bipartisan support. Senate Bill 239, which is called Reduce Barriers to State Employment, or the RBSE, or the RIBSE. Uh, it would require the State Human Resource co- uh, Commission to reduce the number of state jobs that require a four-year college degree. That's a good idea, too. About time. A nationwide survey conducted in January found 34% of companies eliminated college degree requirements in the past to increase the number of applicants. There is such a labor shortage, right? Because the labor force participation has gone down. People aren't, people aren't working. They've discovered they don't need to work, or maybe there were you know, vaccine mandates and a lot of them ended up not working or something. Um, and there were a lot of, you know, uh, checks that got written and people didn't have to work. They, they, they put the money into their accounts and they just waited and now they're, they're spending down all of that money. And now eventually, I guess they might get back into the labor force, but I don't know. The majority of Americans who do not have, uh, do not have a college degree. The majority of Americans don't have a college degree. Black and Hispanic Americans are far less likely to have graduated from college than their white peers as well. So requiring a degree as a condition of employment exacerbates the opportunity gap, according to the editorial board at McClatchy. They say it boxing already marginalized populations into low and middle wage occupations. Yes, because college is and has traditionally been a credentialing service for the elites or the managerial class. That has been the case. Yes. It's nice to see McClatchy finally waking up to this. Right. But hey, look, I'm not, I am here to welcome all when they arrive at where we've been. We're the welcome party. We've already been here. Like, hey, welcome. Yes. Congratulations. Glad you're here. No, don't go back and, no, you do not want to make these same mistakes that you made all along the path. That's why it took you so long to get here. Okay. Uh, the Twitter handle is at Pete Callender. It's where we do the wet work, folks. <laughs> as as this last hour is proof this is this is kind of how, how i behave on the twitter machine um i i come across random people saying crazy stupid things and i amplify them and mock them because i am a giver exactly right uh all right so let me get to the emails pete at the pete calendar show.com a bunch of different emails here that have been racking up let me get to them tim says Regarding the North Carolina REACH Act, maybe I'm just an old fart, but when did the schools stop requiring students to take civics and history? Well, this would be a college-level class. Uh, there is a civics requirement to graduate high school in North Carolina. If I recall correctly, it was that, yeah, that was pretty recent, too, I think. Um, in addition, I recently found out my daughter-in-law, who has a bachelor's degree in sociology and who is presently a teacher, has never had an economics class. Go figure. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a big one too, Tim. Economics. How do they not have any economics training at all? Um, Stan says, why don't we let the market set teacher salaries like it sets radio talk show host salaries? Then we'd know exactly what they're worth and that would be whatever they're currently getting paid. What could be more moral than that? Well, I will tell you what somebody in my life told me one time and said that they would deny ever saying it if I divulged who it was. But they said a lot of teachers don't want 
regular jobs like everybody else. They want better jobs than everybody else. And this person told me that about 25 years ago, and it has stuck with me because the more ev- I just I see evidence of that. Not not all hashtag not all teachers, right? I'm not saying everyone, but there are a lot in the profession that want it to be a superior gig than everybody else has. And I understand, by the way, nobody is paid what they are worth. Nobody thinks they're paid what they're worth. Everybody thinks they could use a little bit more money, right? But the job is not yours. That's another harsh reality of life. Unless you created the job by being an entrepreneur, the job is not yours. This job that I'm I'm holding right now, this is WBT's job. They have hired me to trade a chunk of my life in exchange for a currency value, right, that then I can use to purchase other things. But it's their job. And when the day comes, and there will come a day when this job, the shelf life expires, and this job for me or for anybody is over. That's the way it goes. I I don't know when it is. I hope it doesn't happen anytime soon. But... Uh, that's the, the that's the nature of all jobs. It's not yours, and people th- people get they get very possessive. They you know they have a job for long enough and they think it is theirs. Nope, you are you're a placeholder. You're doing the work that someone else has created. In in the example of uh, K twelve education, right? It's governments, taxpayers created this this slot, and they have hired you to fill it. That's all. Um, oh, and by the way, I do think teachers, for the most part, are are paid what they're worth. And when we have shortages, which now we may be seeing that, but that's all across the labor market, so I'm not really sure if it's something specific to the teaching profession. But um, especially in North Carolina, uh, we we usually end up having enough teachers to fill all the slots. And that tells me that we have enough. That's the balance. Now, if we start running shortages, massive shortages, you know, vacancy rates of 25, 30, 40 percent, something like that, then, yeah, okay, we're going to have to increase pay because you need to be able to to do that. But that, that's just a, a – those are signals from the market, right? That would be the reaction. I would say keep dismantling. But I know that's not a popular position. Anyway, uh, this is from Dan. Pete, I think this might backfire. Would provide a forum for leftist professors to twist the content to undermine the principles outlined in the documents and promote their own anti-American ideology. I don't see in the text of the bill that the exam would be standardized. So how do we know they'll teach the content honestly? I just think that all high school students should have to pass the U.S. citizenship test to graduate. That's a good idea, too. Um, or to vote, right? That's what David Hassani always would uh, promote, <laughs> the idea that you got to that in order to vote, you have to pass... The U.S. citizenship test. Right? If it's required of, of people who want to be Americans, why shouldn't it be required of people who are Americans and want to vote? I think it's a fair question. Joseph says, Pete, it is a start, uh, but we don't win by kicking Michelle out of North Carolina. We win by kicking Peoria, Illinois, out of America. That's <laughs> I don't know if it's that easy there. Um, suggested education reform. Since we are paying for it anyway, why don't we make it a requirement that to graduate from high school, that on the summer break between either sophomore or junior year, uh, or junior and sophomore years, whatever, you take military basic training. I, I don't agree with that. That would kill a lot of society's bir- uh, ills with one stone. Um, 
I don't. I, I would not support that because I believe in freedom. The government does not own any rights to your body. It's why I oppose a draft. The government doesn't own you. Doesn't you don't owe it. Right? You are your own human being, your own individual.